Sports Yak. One host knows sports. And who's right there? The other doesn't know sports, but somehow they meet in the middle. Corey Mann. Get your big butt out of here. And Indiana Sports Broadcast Hall of Famer. This one will be relived. Chuck Freebie. Forever. Do you like sports? Because we like sports. Let's talk about sports. It's Sports Yak. Sports Yak. It's Sports Yak. Welcome back, pop culture fans, to a brand new episode of Quality Check Podcast. I am one of your hosts and deprived of podcasting, Daniel Posey, and joining me to the left, Drew Douglas. Deprived? Yeah, I feel like... we haven't done this in a while? Yeah, we haven't been behind the Why mics in a while. Why haven't we done it in a while? I really don't know. Life. I think We've been busy life, with life. We've been also busy trying to get caught up on all of the TV shows and movies that have come out over the last two months. I've just been, well, for me, I've been binging October horror films. Oh, nonstop. I started September, I think, was it 26th? Mm hmm. I've been just cranking it. You've got a list, and every night you've cranked out a new horror movie, right? And now, I didn't, well, we didn't last night, which was a Sunday night. I took a break. Um, was it a neat, much needed break? No, it was just, I've been binging Ted Lasso. Oh. And I, I wanted to finish it, basically. So you were treating Ted Lasso how is treating Lovecraft Country. Mm. That's like the best worst show I've ever seen. <laughs> it is not a good show. I but l- it's a show that I want to continue watching. And, yeah. And there's a lot of aspects I like, but it is not a good show. It's so interesting because while watching it, they're like the episode before the most recent was maybe my least favorite, but it had the most ambition And it could have been really great. And I'm now almost caught up with that. I'm not seeing the most recent episode. What are we on now? I think I'm... Episode eight. That's the final one. There are 10 total. Mm, I think it's eight. There's... Is there 10? mm Mm-hmm. But there last night... um, Well, the most recent episode that came out was episode eight. And I almost watched it. I think I've done five. What's interesting... The next episode is the episode I'm looking forward to the most, which is called Rewind 1921, which apparently will go back to the Tulsa race massacre. HBO's been doing a lot of that. Yeah, it's fascinating that we've get we're getting two shows that deal with the Tulsa riots that happened. And I mean, one just won some Emmys. That was a big win for Damon Lindelof and Watchmen. But now with Lovecraft Country, I don't think this will get nominated at no. all. <laughs> I do hope that this comes back. Yeah. I want to see more of this. I, I want to see what they can do because I think at this point they're still covering the book. Let me ask you, are you intrigued by the setup of the show? Because it's almost like this is a true Twilight Zone show where it's an anthology where each episode is centralized on one character and we follow him or her on that journey while we get segments of the overall story and it slowly ties it together. Do you like that? I like the uh, idea. I don't like the execution. Something is just completely off about this show. Mm-hmm. 
there's something missing from episode to episode where I just feel like I missed something. Yeah. Because I told you, I love the pilot, watched the second episode, did not like it, and I felt like I had missed something. Mm. And that's not good. I rewatched the second episode because I saw it one night. I was really tired. I rewatched it a few days later, and it played better on a rewatch. But while watching that second episode, I was so confused. I'm like, what is going on here? It, so might, the same- it might play better, too, in one setting. Sitting. Okay. From yeah. week to week, I think that might be hurting this show. I've wondered about that because now that I'm binging through, I'm like, man, this is actually really good for episodes three, four, and five. And without giving too much away, we go out of the country for the fifth episode. I really like that episode, but it's way different than anything else that we've seen with the show so far. But I don't know. Each episode kind of sets that up and... Yeah, it's it's a fascinating take. I'm curious once it's over how it will end, but I'm definitely wanting to go on another journey. More journeys. We because, need more. Oh, yeah. Journey is great. Yeah, I was going to Speaking say. Speaking of, <laughs> uh, the cast is really good. I think the show is really cheap looking at yeah. times, sadly. It looks really bad. Which times. I don't get. Like, they've got Bad Robot and Jordan Peele. They've got They two, blew it in the opening, like, two minutes of the show. I don't get it. Which looked fantastic. Yeah. So strange. But anyways, that's enough of Lovecraft Country. If you can tell from the open of this podcast episode, we're going to be talking about October Pickums, where Drew and I talk about three things coming out in the month of October that we're most excited to share with you. It could be movies, TV shows, music, or all the above. I will give you a tease and say, I don't have music, sadly. I have, a, I have music as a close call. I'm probably going to be kicking myself once I hear that because that may be my close call as well. What every time we do this, by the end of the month, I'm like, how did I not know about these <laughs> yeah. albums that came out? Which is what happened with September. Mm-hmm. Three big releases that I completely missed. Do you know? Do you have anything? I can't remember. So the one thing that I missed, and we talked about this on another episode, several episodes, I should say, but one of the most recent episodes, it is a Mel Gibson movie on Amazon Prime. I started it and I'm like, man, I can't wait to like watch this, but I want to get snacks with it because it seems like a movie that would be worth like picking out on while watching. You need like a big domino za. Because it's like a garbage movie. <laughs> it's so bad. From what so I can tell. How far are you into it from when you say you started it? I like 30 minutes in and Ooh. I wanted to get to the part you talked about. Because I kept waiting, and I was more anticipating that moment than anything else. I feel like I've hyped that up, and it's just not going to be as shockingly stupid as you were expecting. I, I'm hoping for something bad, but I just love how Mel Gibson is just this old crotchety guy sitting in this recliner, just rocking back and forth, and he's yelling at people. I mean, you get what I mean, though, by this is very cheap looking. Yeah. The it, score is so bad. It, yeah. And like they're so far like the dialogue, the everything about it is like, oh, my goodness. Well, I'm glad I'm watching this on Prime. And you like obviously how I'm watching, I'm not paying for it. You didn't pay for it, right? You, when was it a VOD release? Was it? Um, I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> I want to watch this movie. <laughs> Because for this, I will say I'm glad I did not shell out any money going to the theater. Because truth be told, I probably would have if 
it was in the theater and it was here. But speaking of theaters, it looks like another one bites the dust with Regal going down again. So that's my one and only. <laughs> don't, don't bring that up and then not go to it. Oh, it's sad. I, I don't it's know over. if I can the talk about are it. The movies done. Yeah. There's no more movies. For 2020. That's... If you think moving No Time to Die that April is going to be a okay, it ain't showing in April. And then Dune's done for 2020, pushed to next year. So Wonder Woman, I mean. It's done. Why, why are they even? Just move it. Just put it on, put it on HBO, HBO Max. Max. Yeah. I don't understand this. Bring that to Max, baby. The longer they do this, the more annoyed I become. I don't even, like, I'm just losing interest. I, I, I Honestly, that's a really interesting thing to talk about because of the movie fatigue. Anytime you have re-releases, it becomes like the new mutants and you just are <laughs> well, sick of it. What's frustrating is it's not the movie's fault. I still want to see these movies. I no. just don't like how the studios have handled this. Yeah. Anyway. Whoever, you don't have to go on this. Whoever knew that Vin Diesel and Universal were geniuses by pushing Fast 9 to next year, and that was during the summer. And we're like, oh, they're obscene. It's been pushed again. Did you see that? Ooh, it's been no. pushed even further back. To like 2022, basically? No, I, at this point, you might as well. Goodness. I don't think it's that much further back, but I think they did delay it like another two weeks. Was it the CDC who came out and predicted that it wouldn't be wise for theaters to open until like mid of 2021 or something like that? I don't know. Yeah, I think they said 2021, which is just, it's your personal thing of, do I feel comfortable going? But you Mm -hmm. have to have something worth going for. Sure. And I don't think, again, listen to the Tenet podcast, that's not the movie to do it. Yeah. Or theaters can't rather entice people with Secret Life of Pets 1 and 2, bringing those back to theaters. But I mean, I'm trying to think of what would be the winner. And uh, Bond could be it, maybe. Bond would be a good one. I also think that like, if Disney ended up having, you've got Wonder Woman uh, as a release for WB and then Black Widow for Disney, those would be enough, like, for big draws, but, like, back-to-back releases. However, we don't have the big cities on board, and that's not going to happen this year, I don't think. Oh, for sure not. We're, but, we're done. Yeah. I, I honestly don't think it's next summer either. This is going to be a long time. Yeah, Anyways, that's the our long tangent about theaters going by. You started by. that. That's your fault. I did. But yeah, that's that's all I've got for uh, the the misses, rather, because I'm, I need to finish uh, Force of Nature, which is the Mel Gibson movie we were talking about, and then that's it. Order some dominoes and, and uh, watch <sighs> that. I miss three albums, new ones from uh, Deftones. Still oh, like Deftones. yeah. Sufjan Stevens. And then Fleet Foxes released a surprise album. At the turn of fall, when it hit fall, they released it. Oh. Perfect fall album. Now, what about um, kind of going back and recapping what we have for September? I'll say that um, I had Tenant, Raised by Wolves, and I've only seen the pilot. Have you watched that, by the way? Season one is done, right? Yes. It just finished last week, last Thursday. I really enjoyed the pilot. Really good. And I'm excited to binge all of that at once. And then The Boys, I had that as my number one. Glad it's my number one. One episode, the finale's this Friday. So pumped. It's insane. I finally started season one and four episodes in. I I love it. It's my favorite show on right now. Well, like, new show for 2020. Is it, would you say, your favorite show that you've started? No. Ted Lasso, baby. Oh, 
<laughs> I love it. It's so good. I hear it's that's just, good. It's like the perfect show for 2020 because it makes you feel happy. <laughs> and it's actually done in a way that's, because um, you know what it's based off, right? No, I don't. Way actually. back in 2012, they made this like fake, there's like short film of this fake coach, American coach who's hired to um, be the the head coach of the Tottenham Hotspurs Premier League mm. soccer team. Mm-hmm. And it's Jason Sudeikis. A lot of small similarities. A team I coach, they're going to play hard for all four quarters, okay? Uh, two halves. What's that? Two halves. Okay, halves. They're going to play hard for two halves. And we're going to play till there's a winner and there's or a loser. A tie. What's that? A tie. Okay, till there's a winner, a loser, or a tie. You can tie. If you tried to end a, a game in a tie in the United States, Heck, that might be listed in Revelations as the cause for the apocalypse. Yeah, do we have any goals this season? Absolutely. We're going to win a lot of games. We're going to get in the playoffs. No playoffs. There's no playoffs. And they have turned that, like, little jokey sketch into a series. Oh. I thought it would be super stupid. I had no idea Bill Lawrence did the show. Who did? Scrubs. Cougar Town. Uh, He's, like, the EP of the show. Yeah. And it's got a lot of laughs, a lot of heart. Um, a lot better than I expected it to be, and it's very easy, easy, easy to binge. Okay. It's I, a delightful show. I just keep hearing amazing things. I need to start this. And there are only 10 episodes, is that right? Yeah, and then that, so it's on Apple Plus, and they did it where it was like every Friday there's two, three new episodes. Okay. So it just wrapped up. Okay. Um, but yeah, if you... I don't think you need to like soccer to like it, but I think it's funny that this is just this guy that has no clue about what soccer is and he has to and there's a reason why because i was like why would this even happen why would he be brought in to coach this premier league team and they explain it it's like major league where this woman uh her husband leaves her for another younger woman she gets control the team and in order to spite him she hires ted lasso to tank the team basically (laughs) and it's this major league vibes that uh I mean, these characters grow and stuff, but it's really, it's really funny. That you, you honestly have sold me with that description because that sounds like a lot of fun. And Jason Sudeikis is a delight. He's good, and he's he's like a I think Kansas Kansas City guy. So there's mm-hmm. Kansas City stuff in the show. He mentions Arthur Bryant's, which is a famous oh, barbecue nice. place if you've ever been to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's fun to see some of the KC stuff in there. Any close calls for the month of October? I did. I got to be honest with you. I wrote my whole list out thinking that this new movie called Sound of Metal with Riz Ahmed was coming out this month. Comes out in freaking December. Oh. On Amazon Prime. That was my number one. So I had to do a late shuffle. So I'm going to say that's a close call. Okay. Because I thought it was coming out. Uh, Trial of the Chicago 7, Netflix. Close call. The World Series. Oh, yeah. Baseball, baby. My goodness. I'm not even thinking of that right now, but it totally makes sense. We would be we'd be deep into World Series discussions we, right now. Yeah, we would be in it right now, but I'm okay with it. Start. I love this playoff format. And then uh, new music from Acceptance. It's called Wild and Free. Wild Free, I should say. Wild, comma, free. Love that. Sound of Metal, though. I stoked. That movie looks freaking amazing. When you ended up sending that trailer to me, I watched it. um, And it's weird because I saw another trailer with Riz. And I thought, man, this guy is on fire. But he's just so he looks so freaking good in that. And that does look good. He looks very in shape. So I guess he did. It's about a drummer that. Heavy metal drummer that like starts losing his hearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he learned to drum for like six months and learned sign language. They went all out for this movie. 
That's really cool. But anyway, that's December 4th. I don't know how I got so mixed up. Well, there were a few picks as well for me that it's November. It's basically freaking November and got to wait. But there are a lot of really cool things that are out, not necessarily new. And I just have to say uh, all of Shudder is like, going to be on my... It's not one of my picks, but just like so many great movies and exclusives as well um, on it that I can't wait to, to get into. I will say... My number one uh, close call is going to be a movie that we will be covering next week. Ooh. I won't say what that is. That's a tease to the end of this show, this podcast. So you'll have to stick around. So let's go ahead and jump into our October picks. What is your bottom pick? Your number three. I can't believe I'm doing this because back in July, I uh, it was one of my picks. It's Unsolved Mysteries. But this is Ooh. volume two. <laughs> Uh, comes out on Netflix October 19th, which just seems a little late. Yeah. We need to push that up a little bit. Well, th- but they're dropping all of those at once, right? They're like yeah. six episodes. I would have, it was six the first time. I would imagine it's six this time. They have promised these episodes are going to be a little more ghostly. Love. Supernatural stuff. Good. Maybe not the entire thing, but they'll have more of that. That's what I'm in for. Mm. Perfect October time. That's- this is favorite time of the month, easily. <laughs> time of the month. Favorite time of the year, <laughs> the year. <laughs> is October. Yeah, it's. I love opening up the window. You feel that crisp air just oh, trickling in. We haven't had the heat or AC on in like a week. I'll say all three of my picks are, are um, not horror related, but they're perfect for October. Mine would be, but there's one that's like a total left field pick, and that's my number one. But my number three is also related to the month of October, to the spooky season. It's the new joint by Nick Frost and Simon Pegg on Amazon, coming out on October 30th, brand new series, Truth Seekers. Mm, Have you seen the trailer? No, I haven't. It looks like a lot of fun. So the premise is that Nick Frost is kind of like this paranormal investigator for a reality show. And he gets involved with something, a case that he's kind of in over his head. And it's just the hijinks that ensue. And Simon Pegg plays basically this guy who owns a company. He is this exec who's willing to offer Nick Frost so much money to basically start up an investigation and, and, and show this in a whole new light. Uh, so it looks mm. like a lot of fun. I'm intrigued to see where it goes. And so is Simon Pegg like in bed with Amazon? I had no uh-huh, idea he was no. in the boys and I don't know anything about the future. I don't know how long this lasts for. Um, but it was nice to see him pop up on that show. I, I'm i not looking at your face because I don't want to know. I, yeah, I will not give anything away. You'll, <laughs> oh, have to, no. you'll have to watch it. But it was a delight to see him in the boys for a little bit. And no, the, don't say for a little bit. In the beginning, in the beginning, he's in it for a little oh, bit because you end up you end up showing like his relationship with Hewing. One thing I don't like: hour long episodes. It is uh, they it get is, longer. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh! Why in season two they get longer? Like and I'm talking about really an hour invest. and a half and two hours. Mm. There's one. The most recent episode is two hours and six minutes. I'm what? joking. <laughs> it was an hour and six minutes. 
I could tolerate that because you got your 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 open and then your I mean credits are like mm-hmm. Ted Lasso had seven minutes of end credits the other day. The boys actually does a great job with only sticking to like three minutes or so for credits. Hmm. But man, this show rules. Yeah, it's good. It's awesome. I wish I would have started it earlier. I was just I was too scared. Well, and it's great because now I've got another series on my October list, but with Lovecraft and uh, Raised by Wolves and the boys ending, I will now need a little bit more to dive into. Something with me. You need to start the third day on HBO. How is that? It's awesome. It's okay. freaking awesome. Because the third, it's right, the, the third episode just came out and the fourth, it's like on Wednesday or Thursdays, right? It's that Mondays. It, oh. They've done the three with Jude Law. This past Saturday, they did a like a 12 hour live stream episode that was set mm. place that, that took place on the island. How'd that turn out? No clue. <laughs> I totally forgot about it. I was watching football or something. And then, uh, so there's, a, we're recording on this on a Monday right now. So there's a new episode tonight. Okay. And there's I, only six total. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely going to give it a shot, but I haven't yet. I haven't watched anything. I'm, I'm waiting for all of those to come out at once. Because The Boys and Lovecraft, it's eating up my time right now. Mm. And scary movies. Oh, yeah. And Mel Gibson. Yeah, that's scary. (laughs) Uh, Number two for me. Mm -hmm. It's the new movie from Ben Wheatley. It's called Rebecca. That looks good. I've never seen the original. Have you? I haven't seen it. I haven't read it. It's based off a a novel that came out in 1938. Hitchcock did a famous version in 1940. I've never seen it. Um, Lily James, Army Hammer. Mm. I don't necessarily know the plot of this. I saw the trailer and I was I turned it off. I was like, I don't want to see anything else. Yeah. Comes out October 21st on Netflix. I've only seen two Ben Wheatley films and I have not liked either of them. Hmm. But this looks more, I mean, he's constricted to a story that's already been told. So mm-hmm. this is High Rise and Free Fire. Those are the two that I've seen. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't care for either of them. but I, I love, haven't seen High Rise. I love Army Hammer and a button up. Uh, he's got like the top three buttons yeah. undone. He's lying on a beach. Oh. He's got shorts on. That's how I envision Army Hammer. That's kind of like how he grew up, too. And that's what this trailer has a lot of. Yeah. Of a well-dressed Army Hammer lying on the beach with a pretty woman. And they're just frolicking and having sex. What did I watch recently that had Army in it? And I'm like, man, he's... Oh, uh, for the first time I watched On the Basis of Sex. Yeah, my uh, my wife watched that after... Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg mm-hmm. passed away. And there's uh, a reason. I, I was playing Madden at the time. But she watched it and... There's a scene, a few scenes with Army where he's getting undressed. <laughs> Did you like Justin Thoreau in that? He was good. Is he good in that? Yeah. Should I watch it? It's I on would, uh, like Showtime or something. I would recommend it. It's it's a good watch. I I actually loved all of the, the actors in it. And I think that the very ending there is a really cool shot. Won't spoil it. But it's... Um, it's it's cool how they ended up shooting it. I and more Felicity Jones in my life. She's fantastic. She she is so good in that, and she sold it for me. But because I also saw the um, Ruth documentary that came out around the same time, and I have seen that before. But since I've never seen it on the basis of sex, I don't know what happened. I think it was weird because the title. I thought the title of the movie was like mistitled but it's not it's it's perfect and you'll see why when you watch it i mean the movie came out and just 
it was like released ahead of the awards season, I believe in 2019. Mm-hmm. Is this 2019? Mm-hmm. And it vanished. Yeah. I sadly. Like never heard about the movie ever again. I didn't even know it existed. And there's also a nice little Springfield shout out in On the Basis of Sex. I think it's uh, Callie Spaney or something like that. She was in, uh, she played the young girl in Bad Times at the El Royale. Mm-hmm. And she was, um, oh, uh, I can't even freaking think of his name. Hemi, Chris Hemsworth, his like uh, follower. And she's from Springfield and she's the daughter of uh, Ruth in On the Basis of Sex. She did a great job. I did not realize that until I'm watching. Like, oh, shoot. I think that's a spring, the Cali, the Springfield native. We, but, should, uh, we should get her on the show. Yeah, it'd be fun. Get, yeah, we should do that. The next one. My <laughs> number review the movie that we do next. Yeah, my, that would be perfect. My number two pick is another series on Netflix. It's coming out on October 9th, perfect for the spooky season because it is a Mike Flanagan joint. Oh. It is his follow up to the highly anticipated haunting of hill house but this is now going to be the haunting of bly manor now i've never seen the first season though i liked it but it was more dramatic and it's not really scary there are things as it builds up in the last couple of episodes that it gets more eerie and creepy and in true mike flanagan it's like the things the subtleties that you see in the shadows that are more eerie than these jump scares that's what makes it as scary as what it is. I had a little bit of a problem with a, one of the main characters and the development that really hinges the entire story off of a character's actions. That's it. That's all I'll say. I think it's worth it. I recommend it. But I'm very excited to see this follow-up. And since you have not seen Hill House, I won't go into detail about this, but... The I will say the casting gets me even more excited. Is Stephen, on Friday is Stephen Stephen King oh. is Mike Flanagan doing uh, a, a version of revival? Who's doing mm-hmm. that? Movie? I think so. Well, Flanagan's already got like multiple Stephen King adaptations lined up for his future projects. There's a big one, and I'm forgetting which one it is. And he added that to his list that he's working on. I want to say. It's, um, yeah, so he's got Revival, and it's the, well, right now, if they ever do it, I doubt they will, but it's the Holleran, where it follows Mm. Dick Holleran around. I'd be curious Uh, if they do that on HBO Max. I don't want that, personally. I don't necessarily need that. Yeah. uh, Revival, though, I think that's one of his best books in a decade plus. mm -hmm. I love that one. I'd love to see that, and especially what Mike Flanagan can do with that. That would be a good HBO Max series, like six Mm. to eight episodes. Yeah, I would agree. A limited series. So what's your number one pick? My number one pick is perfect for Halloween. It comes out October 7th on Netflix. It's called Hubie Halloween, the new Adam Sandler comedy. This is not a joke. I I watched the preview like six times. I love whenever that came out, that trailer, you sent it to me. And you said that you had watched that and rewatched it multiple times. And I did the same. I watched it two times back to back. I love it. I love the Halloween vibes. 
Uh, a lot like Hocus Pocus, that is just strictly Halloween. I couldn't help but think watching Hocus Pocus. They don't Disney doesn't make movies like this anymore. No, sadly, for whatever reason. Uh, I'm hoping that Netflix just keeps making Hubie Halloweens, though. Loves. That honestly looks like it could be a fun series that we follow during Halloween, just like how we're now following Kurt Russell's Santa Claus and the Christmas Chronicles every Christmas. Did they shoot that new one? Yeah, it's done. So it's coming out this Christmas, Mm -hmm. you think? I'm excited for it. I mean, I didn't hate that first one. It'll be a lot of fun. They've got a pretty impressive beard. And they're bringing back Goldie, and it's going to be a Mr. and Mrs. Claus type story. What if it's just them just banging? Oh, I'd watch it. <laughs> My number one pick is one of your close calls. Oh, no. Comes out. What were my close calls? Well, I'll just tell you straight up. This is coming out on Netflix on the 16th. The Trial oh, of the Chicago Six. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. This yeah. cast is freaking stacked. And what's crazy is we have Sasha Baron Cohen who is coming out with this, which is a week before the new Borat comes out. Are you excited for Borat or no? Hmm. I can't say I'm going to watch that. Mixed emotions because I... Did you ever see his Who is America? No, I'm not interested in that. It makes me uncomfortable. I thought the show was fantastic. It It was a very good show. Um, I liked it because of his new characters that he created. And while watching Borat, the sequel, I thought, you know, I liked it, but I would have liked it a few years before now, like say five years before now. And it's hard to do because it seems like everyone knows who Borat is. They play off of that. How do they even do it at this point? I don't know. But it makes me want Sasha Baron Cohen to come out with a new season of Who is America because of just like how well that was done that that first season but um i'm off topic sasha baron cohen though and trial of the chicago seven looks fantastic everyone in this looks so good cannot wait i will be watching it that night and i cannot uh i'll say that after molly's game which i feel like is a very underrated very underrated sorkin movie it gets me even more pumped or what to expect with this movie. So I'm, I'm going to go through this cast list. I want you to tell me for each actor, so good or just okay? Okay. <laughs> or should we do Love's Hates? Let's do oh. Let's do Love's Hates. Okay. Sasha Baron Cohen. Loves. I'm indifferent, so I, I got to say Hates. Ooh. Eddie, Eddie Redmayne. Mm. I see, I'm indifferent about it. If you're Eddie. indifferent, then it's hate. Then I'll go hate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Loves. Loves, man, the best. Uh, Mark Rylance. Loves. Especially with he's that good. wig he's wearing in this movie. Jeremy Strong. I've only seen him in that uh, amazing Matthew McConaughey and Hathaway film that he did. Um, God, what was it the other? It was came out a couple years ago. Oh, with Anne and Matthew. Oh, remember the geez. one that is from uh, the guy that we love that I can't remember his name that he does uh, I just keep... Taboo and and Peaky Blinders. Oh, Stephen Knight. Stephen Knight. It's, oh, it's geez. one word. What movie? Don't look it up. Don't Why look am it. I freaking? One word, right? Oh, my gosh. Gold. Was it gold? No, 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 not gold. Gold. Anne oh, Hathaway and Matthew McConaughey. Remember, they're all in the, he's. It was uh, Dang it's it. such a, like a, I'm kicking it's myself. It's such like a trashy movie. 
Oh yeah. What um, was it? Uh, Serenity. Serenity. Yeah. What an amazing Speaking movie. Speaking of, I need to go. That'd be a good movie to rewatch. That's a masterpiece. I I really like that movie as bad as it is. Uh, Jeremy Strong. That's the only thing I can really. Th- I don't watch Succession. Yeah, exactly. People love him though. I, I'm like, eh, I'll say hates because I don't know much. Yaha Abdul Mateen the second. Oh, loves the best. Michael Keaton loves Frank Langella. Loves um, John Carroll Lynch, very good actor. Loves William Hurt. Loves one weird thing. There's like no women in this cast. Uh, yeah, that's the strange thing. Even like there's oh, I like wonder. seriously, I'm I'm still scrolling. I see Thomas Middleditch. I'm and I'm skipping people. Uh, John Doman, Caitlin Fitzgerald. No, I don't know who that is. Hmm. Kate Miller. I don't know who that is. That's there's no women in this. That's weird. Oh my gosh, Sork. Sor- you heard it. You heard it here, folks. Sorkin hates women. It's official. Sorkin's going to end up falling on his sword for this one. This movie, two hours and nine minutes. That's kind of a shocker. I figured this would be like twelve hours long. I would like if it were twelve hours long. I gotta watch Molly's game. Man, I cannot I say how much. Movie. I own that movie. I've never watched it. That would be a good movie with you and Lexi to watch at home, like on a Friday night. And since it's all about gambling, I wonder Ooh. what it would be like a good gambling food to get with that. For our meal? Um, yeah. Hmm. For like a good movie night. I mean, what we could do is like just get the Domino's app and just randomly <laughs> pick one. And then we just, whatever comes, comes. What are you going to be eating? I'm getting a pizza tonight, by the way, because the Chiefs game is about to start. I got to head out of here. Yeah, you got you got to dart out. So. It's a surprise Monday night football game because of COVID-19. I'm plowing down on some doms tonight. I, I was going to ask what you were getting, but you can tell us next time when we talk about Hubie Halloween. Woo! And what food you dug into while watching that movie. Shout out to Domino's. And Hubie. All right, film fans, thanks for joining us. Until next time, keep watching. Thank you.